Welcome to the thrivingat60.com podcast, the number one motivational show on the planet. No more sour days for you. It's time to make lemons into lemonade every day. This is a podcast where we help you thrive, not just survive. We help you accept who you are, not where you are, by discovering and inquiring into how to turn lemons into lemonade. Are you ready for the roller coaster ride of a lifetime? Tired of feeling let down? Tired of the lemons life keeps handing you? We can help you make every day a lemonade day. It's time to put those lemons in a blender. Let's go on an amazing and exciting, unpredictable journey of discovery. We know champions sit in the front seat, so make sure your seatbelt is fast and tight. One, two, three, let's go. When you have an attitude of gratitude, people just want to hang with you. Introducing the woman who believes ordinary stands for extraordinary, the host of Thriving at 60, Wendy B. Welcome, this is Wendy B. I'm a life coach. I started this podcast because I believe ordinary people become extraordinary people. And what makes them extraordinary is the adversity they have lived through and who they become or the little acts of kindness they bestow on people one act of kindness at a time. I believe that most of us have the ability to thrive, not just survive. I want to motivate and help people of all ages, particularly women of 50 to 110. I want people to experience being excited about their life. Are you excited about your life? This podcast is to inspire and motivate you right now for you to take action today on your purpose, your dreams, regardless of age, regardless of your circumstances. I will motivate and inspire you one step at a time to turn lemons into lemonade. It's never too late to start. Would you like freedom and power regardless of what life throws at you? It's easy to live life when life is working. True power, true freedom is having freedom and power when our circumstances are crappy. So today we're going to talk about physical, and I'll share with you what I mean by physical. There's a book about out there that altered my life in my early 50s. It was transformational. It got me to look at my life and have me taking new consistent actions that would have me being more loving towards myself. It's called Younger Next Year, Live Strong Fit and Sexy Until You're 80 and Beyond by Chris Crowley and Henry S. Lodge, MD. And now they have a newer version, including a woman MD. And when I, uh, what you don't know is they have a, like a, a men's book, a woman's book, and a gay book. I didn't know that at the time, and I just read the guy one, and it worked for me. Uh, I was overweight and hadn't worked out for some time. I used to walk a lot, and I'd even stop that. I was 50 pounds overweight, and I didn't feel too good about myself. In 2010, I'd had um, three car accidents, and um, and my body was in a lot of pain. Um, someone suggested I read the book, and I'm forever grateful. I believe her name was Pam Secord. I just started walking every day at that time. Walking hurt. I remember tears rolling down my cheeks. Every step was excruciating. I did this for several months and I noticed the pain stopped in my feet. What a miracle. Then I just kept going. 
I went to my doctor and uh, I shared about the book and what I'd been dealing with. And he, of course, he knew because I came to him every couple of weeks. Um, and, um, you know, I, I need to stop here for a second. An another thing, you need to have a good family doctor. Um, and if you don't find one. You know, I, I like I, sometimes you have to fire doctors and, and, and create a new one. I, I've had to do that. Uh, but until, until you find a, a new doctor, don't fire the one you have. Um, just keep looking and find a good one. Interview them. Are they the type that if you had to trust them with your life, they would go that extra mile for you? Do they take the time to listen to you? Are they okay with your questions? Do they treat you well? The other thing to ask yourself is, do you listen to them? Do you do what they recommend? If not, they should maybe fire you. It has to be a two-way street, a partnership, doctor and patient, working together. When I walk into Dr. Fimister's office, he is glad to see me. I ask about his children, his life. I care about him. He cares about me. Also, you have to be respectful of their time. They only have about 15 minutes. If you need more, book more frequently. Sometimes you need a, a double booking if you're doing a physical. Regardless, I asked Vimister um, if I could hire a personal trainer and would he talk to them so that they would know what I was dealing with so, so that we could all work together. Again here, I interviewed uh, several personal trainers. I wanted someone who could work out at my pace and get me up to snuff. She was awesome. She worked out of mission, drove to Agassiz, and she was amazing. I paid her twice a week at $50 an hour for several months to make sure I was on track. Now, you might be saying, oh, I can't afford it. Well, you know what? Sometimes we can't afford not to take care of ourselves to get us on track. And um, it's an investment in our lives. You know, uh, I, I, I kept this up. Uh, and then uh, after uh, a couple of months, uh, I, she came once, once a week. And then after two weeks, uh, I started doing it every two weeks until I was able to work on my own, you know, without hurting myself. That was the important thing is that I could work on my own without hurting myself. You know, I, I traveled, whether I traveled or not, I try to work out at a gym three times a week. And I walk in between or I try to do something physical every day. You know, I woke up the other morning <clears throat> and my internal dialogue went something like this. I could skip the gym. I have too much work to do. I don't have enough time. I'm too tired. I could just let today go blah, blah, blah. I thanked my internal dialogue and went anyways. I was way more productive and, and, <laughs> and cheerful all day. Yes, it is painful sometimes, and yes, it's good for me, so I do it. One thing I notice, I don't, if I don't schedule my workouts, they probably won't happen. You know, um, for me, I eat a small amount of protein before going, you know, um, maybe a boiled egg or 10 almonds, and then protein within a half hour after coming, after finishing uh, the workout, possibly another boiled egg, beans, whatever. You may be saying, I can't afford a gym membership. In, in some towns and cities, they have community gyms, reasonable yearly or drop-in rates, or family rates. You could get your whole family. 
Also, some allow you to uh, apply for a gym membership with a discount if you uh, prove your income uh, is lower. Um, you have to bring your uh, tax assessment and proof of residency. My community gym membership in Vancouver covers 22 other gyms, so I can drop by any of them. Uh, my yearly pass allows me to go daily. It works out to a couple of dollars a day. I go approximately three times a week. I, you know, ask yourself, how much do you spend on extra things? Like, you know, maybe, you know, like eating out, uh, buying coffee or smoothies, or, you know, maybe buying those Lululemons or, the, 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 you know, paying a lot of money for uh, workout clothes. Maybe reduce that a little uh, and, and pay for your gym membership. You know, it remember, it allows you to be fit and sexy until you're 80 or more. I mean, how much do you want? After I work out, I go for a swim and then a hot tub. I met this guy called John at the hot tub. He seemed lonely, asked me if I was single, flirted a bit. I found out he was 80. Wow, he looks great. His secret is he comes to the gym five days a week, meets new people, eats healthy. In fact, I can't believe the good-looking men and uh, women working out that are over 50. If you're single, maybe a healthy place, to, it might be a healthy place to meet someone rather than at the bar. I don't know about you, but I'm interested in healthy men, not unhealthy men. I want, I want someone who can keep up with me mentally, emotionally, physically, spiritually, financially. I don't want to be taking care of anybody. Also, there is all sorts of outdoor um, things to do, like you can ride your bike, you can skate, street strider, play volleyball, there's tennis, racquetball. Uh, you, you don't have to... Uh, you know, there's horseback riding. There are all sorts of physical activity that you can keep your, yourself in shape and have you meet awesome people. Physical things you can do alone or together with others. The important thing is that you keep active. You know, doing outdoor sports is really healthy for you. So I'm not saying you must work out in a gym. I'm saying you need to be physical consistently. You know, you need to consistently work out. Um, if you're already working out consistently, great. If you're not, go do that. Go to the library. Read that book, Younger Next Year. Get active now. We're exploring how to thrive. We, you know, we, we are exploring how to thrive, whether we're 10 to 110 and beyond. Let's keep thriving so others want to hang with us. What are your patterns that have you not thrive? What areas in your life do you want to be more effective? What areas do you want to thrive in? Well, what did you like best about this podcast? I request that you subscribe to my podcast and rate it. Email me. Let me know what you know topics you would like to discuss or hear about. When, when life hands us lemons, how can we make lemonade? Tell me about how you thrive. I'd love to hear from you. This is Wendy B. at thrivingat60.com. Thank you for listening to thrivingat60.com with Wendy B. What did you like best about the podcast? Email Wendy B. at thrivingat60.com.
Keep up on the latest by subscribing to the podcast. Also, drop by the website and rate the show. Turn lemons into lemonade at thrivingat60.com. 